0: I'm a, I'm a musician, <laughs> and I'm, a, I'm free. I play what I want, when I want, with who I want.
1: This free-spirited musician is nobody else but flutist Veronika Vitazkova. And my name is Bernhard Caris, and I welcome you to another BYUM podcast, a career podcast and entrepreneurship podcast for classical musicians. Today we have an interview with veronica and she will tell you about a very different career path than the one many musicians might take or want to take and she's doing really well in it veronica is a member of the byom community and actually she just posted a video with another flutist with andrea kira from romania whom she met at the BYUM Academy. These talks are a regular feature of our wonderful Academy. We often have external guest speakers, but sometimes it's good to learn from somebody like Veronica about her own path. The full talks and conversations are available for all the members. Where we actually have conversations and questions also from the members. These are great conversations. We have always a big joy. But let's get back to Veronica. Veronica was born in Slovakia, just across the border from Vienna, and came to Vienna to study at the University for Music and Performing Arts here. She played music in the big stadiums with nobody less but Ennio Morricone, but she also played in the major festivals and concert halls here in Europe. And she recorded soundtracks for Netflix, Sony, BBC, National Geographic and so many more. How she does it and how she sees her career in the following conversation. Enjoy. Enjoy. It's difficult actually where to start, but I just wondered, is there any kind of flute you have not played yet? Nay. Oh.
0: I mean, I tried it, but I don't have it yet. I mean, and it's on the list.
1: It's on the list, yeah.
0: And there are a few more, which I maybe don't know yet.
1: Mm -hmm. But you're going to play it.
0: I want to borrow one, buy one, learn it, and let's see.
1: Okay. How many flutes do you have different flutes do you play now?
0: I mean I have around 50 at home. But they are like maybe there's like 20 kinds and and the other ones are the same flute but in but in a different tonality. Okay. So it's not like 50 kinds of flutes but the number is 50 53. Mm-hmm. I counted because people were asking me so I was like <laughs> okay everyone is asking how many how many.
1: When you started you know, you started playing the flute in, in, back in Slovakia. Um, did you ever think that you would play 50 different flutes?
0: I started with Irish tin whistles. So I had already seven of them when I was playing a small girl. And then I went for the flute for the,
2: mm-hmm.
0: for the for flute. normal flute. And then I was not thinking so much. I was just doing what everyone told me to do and trying to get through.
2: hmm
1: and when you came to Vienna to study at the, at the music university here, did you actually um, come with the normal flute or did you think, oh, I'll come with um, the whistles or any kind of other flutes?
0: No, that time, because of the whole university setting, I felt like all these other flutes are not worth it. Mm-hmm. Of course they were, but in, in this setting, I didn't feel like I can come and show, like, I play this too, everyone. Mm-hmm. Actually, I did it once. I went to one professor of mine, and I was like, "I play this flute too," and I played a little tune, and 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 she was like, "like she couldn't, she didn't know what to say," <laughs> and I was like, oh, "maybe it's so bad, I don't know." It, it was like it's not, it was not her uh, area of expertise. Mm-hmm. I I did I felt like okay then I hide it back to my back and okay we continue with the normal flute.
1: Okay. And with the normal flute, it was very clear, you were set out, you studied, you studied a uh, uh, concert exam yeah, and master everything,
2: classes, master
1: and... classes. So when you were at the music university, what was your vision for how you will make money um, after university and what your job will be after university?
0: I, I thought like when I was a small girl, I, my father played guitar and saxophone, but just like a hobby player and in some bands and restaurants and so on. And then I was really interested in music. So, and the only way to get better in music is to study at the conservatory or afterwards at the university. So I just did it because I wanted to get better in my instrument and it worked and they took me everywhere. So like it was not so easy, but I, I managed to, to do it and it was fun. And somehow from the university, I had the feeling now the, the, the Konzerfach study means that you have to have a place in the orchestra that's the highest that and maybe to be a professor next to it that's the highest uh, aim Mm -hmm. that you should have Mm -hmm. so i so because everyone around thinks that then you start to think also like maybe that's what i should do that should be my main Mm -hmm. thing so so that way i spent some years
1: And when that changed, how did the other colleagues see you suddenly? Because you did not go into a normal orchestra.
0: It's first, I would say, it's maybe not so long and so on, but um, the first is like the people just don't comment it. They just watch it. And then after some time when it starts to have some shape, that is not only kind of, yes, it is just something for fun. When it starts to have a real shape and real, it's a real job, it's a real uh, Standbein. Mm-hmm. Um, then people, some people come and like, oh, you're doing this, I'm, I was watching. I was, uh, I really find it's cool, you find your niche. And I wish I had found find one yet.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Way more open are the musicians afterwards, which came to me. Like today, one friend of mine wrote me, uh, like, I'm thinking to, to stop with oboe. And I, I don't know, it's, I don't know, I was trying so hard. Maybe I didn't find anything as you have yet so on and so way more openly before it's you know it's always a little bit taboo i'm I'm fighting 15 years for a place in the orchestra when it doesn't work what to do always this fear and now when they see that i'm doing a little bit something different they feel more open to talk with me about Mm -hmm. and is it and how do you feel and what do you think yeah
1: if i can ask very openly i mean everybody tried at that time at the music university to get into an orchestra, and that was the big dream. And I guess your professors also encouraged you to play all the orchestra repertoire and what you need to play for auditions and so on. Now, did you ever audition actually?
0: I was uh, like the, for the summer academy. I, how many I was, and I also got in. I was playing there. That mm-hmm. was nice, but that's not a real orchestra. And I tried Bruckner Orchestra. I tried like three folks. I tried three or four times. I tried. Mm-hmm. And I was mostly out. I was really nervous. And, and it's not because I'm nervous when I play. the. I, I pick up all the emotions which are happening in the place. And when there are 50 really good flutists in two rooms or in one room, and everyone is playing, and you have to play 8.33, and um, all, everyone knows it. It's a... Um, I pick up all this because maybe i'm i'm a little bit stressed but then i come there and everyone is stressed <laughs> people which say i, I don't care I, it's I, i'm totally fine when i don't get it but they care it's just a facade mm-hmm. so everyone is kind of lying and being nice to each other and and is it's a uh, uh, and this these vibrations which are there is like
2: mm-hmm. far
0: away from music making far away from enjoying life doing what i love mm-hmm. but of course some are really made for that and manage it, and they are fantastic, and that's their way. Mm-hmm. But that's what we talked before. There is this door, and everyone tries to push themselves to the same door, but the door is only like this. Mm-hmm. There are only so many chairs in the orchestra, and there are only so many orchestras. And right, right, right and left, it there, there is place, but everyone is going because they were told to do that. Before
1: we go to the light, you know, right and left, and <laughs> um, there is. Um, I mean, when you're told told for so many years that that's the door and you have to get through that, and um, if so, if you're not getting through that, you're actually a loser because you didn't make it.
0: No one says it loud, but everyone has the feeling. Mm-hmm. I, I I cannot make, especially when you don't pass the audition. Yeah. Or you fly away early or in the second round, but you don't get it. You not even. Other people have to say something, you feel like a loser, of course. And there are many months you need to build up again your, I play and I love it and that doesn't matter. And I do it again. And I really like, it's a big, big appreciation of people which can go to auditions again, again, and they learn all this, uh, you know, there are so many techniques, how to concentrate, to breathe, to imagine that I'm, I'm on an island under a palm and drinking cocoa water and uh, everything goes, and I just enjoy it. But I really cool for the people which can manage it but it's still very tight there.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Did you ever feel like a loser?
0: No but not really it's uh, maybe on the beginning
2: mm-hmm.
0: after the because they're like you did this and this and this and this wrong but mostly when you go afterwards to the jury mm-hmm. to get some feedback then they don't say that it was bad they give you some tips or they say you tell you yeah I don't this maybe you, well, day before i have a last lesson with my professor and he says this and this then you go to the audition do exactly that and then like it was too much of this yeah because i executed what they told me you have to just have your own mind and that t- takes time it's mm-hmm. really cool when you make audition when you're really young and don't have all this ballast on yourself mm-hmm. everyone told you how to play this and this um the, the audition ex- ex- yes ex- when you don't have it and you just and you are, you have the musicality, and you just do it, and you have the technique, and you just do the music, and you don't think about, oh, on Thursday he said that, and on Friday she said that, and last time one year ago I played it over there, and uh, this was wrong. Then the music goes away. But young people or people which can can just stash it, mm-hmm. and go all, always from beginning. They terribly, really, I think that's the
2: mm-hmm.
0: way how to get in. Never, never go to this low energy.
2: Yeah. So,
1: was it at any point a conscious decision for you not to go to the, through this narrow door, or did it just happen?
0: Because my father played in these bands, I always saw that also as a kind of a pure opportunity. But it was not how to say it was not high seen. You know, it was like for the for a status mm-hmm. if you have an orchestra job, that's the status. Mm-hmm. And if you do something else, it's more like didn't manage that, right? Mm-hmm. And this totally changed my mind. Like but no one cares what I do. Of course. When all.
1: did that change? And how did you make that change?
0: Yeah, of course. Helped too. take <laughs> <You>. some <laughs> <laughs> Commercial. No, um, talking with people, listening to many talks, your yours, but also different. And and to because of the social media, you can also watch other people what they are doing, mm-hmm. right? Like we share their days and what they do. And how they think, and listen to many uh, podcasts
2: mm-hmm.
0: from them, and sometimes they say something what really resonates with you. And mm-hmm. when you hear it five, six, seven, eight times, from different people in different words in different settings, and and you feel also you have to change something, and then everything starts to click together. Then that, that's that's it. It's mm-hmm. I don't I don't think it goes right away.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: monday i want to be orchestra musician. tuesday i I want to play everything and i I am so free (laughs) it's a progress
1: so when you see the progress where you are now is um kind of how would you describe what you're doing now
2: professionally
0: i'm a i'm a musician Mm -hmm. and i'm a i'm free Mm -hmm. i play what i want when i want with who i want and uh, Twitch from, I played the classical flute, right? that was also my biggest, uh, also as a freelancer, I was playing everywhere and everything. And Corona was a big change because suddenly I stayed home. So I had time to practice and get more into the different instruments. And I put it out into the internet and then people contact me. Yeah, you play this, can you record something for me? can you, can you, we have a concert, we need a solo of that. And suddenly you play in the orchestra you were maybe trying to get auditions suddenly you stand in front of the orchestra and play solo and it's like this feels much better
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> like uh, you know like i'm not just and also what's in the last time a little bit in my head maybe it's it's just a phase maybe it's past, and i will think differently in one month one year one, um, whatever but it's like we learned in this course with you that uh you have to make your your this this mark if i was called a laugh mark mark. i still don't know what's my laugh mark but but you have to be you Mm -hmm. and uh, what's what are your strengths and and with this i connect everything all steps i make and all yes and no i say when they call me to play some kick because all the time you get asked to play something better paid worse paid something what will help your career something what will not change anything and something, what you play is even bad for you when you play, because then other t- see, oh, she's playing with these people for this money. That means really the spirit, right? So there's all, there are all these levels up, out there. And I learned to, to say no to something What would keep my level.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, that, that, it sounds like I'm getting every day 50,000. Uh, qu- <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's not, not like that. But when two things get together, and there's one stable one, I would do it, everything would be nice, no stress, nothing new, all, all normal, no new people, no challenge. Mm-hmm. This is the word, no challenge. And, and then I think, if I'm sitting there, or Susan, or Fred, or Marco, it doesn't make a difference. Of course, you play music and it's nice day, da-da-da. But when I say to the challenge, yes, it makes a difference for me, for no one else cares. But it's, it's my name, it's... Uh, I pushed myself through some limits I challenge myself and if it goes well or not that's what I carry with this decision but every everything would be more learned the learning experience would be much stronger from this unknown Mm -hmm. and that's also maybe this with the narrow door like I do something and I have no idea what will happen but suddenly I see some stars and and like there are the opportunities and they are there and there are many many more than just sitting in a fixed job
2: If I
1: can come back to these challenges, um, I can remember kind of you being asked to play a completely new flute um, for recordings or even for concerts, instruments which you you haven't touched so far. What was kind of the shortest period of picking up an instrument and doing a recording or a concert? Six weeks. Six weeks?
0: Yeah, that was the pan flute now. (laughs) I had one at home. I tried it before, but I didn't really practice. And you have to, these two things, making a recording for something, Mm -hmm. it's chill. In comparison, you have to stand up and play the whole program without a mistake. (laughs) I mean, you can do mistakes. I mean, you just have to allow yourselves to make mistakes, but just stand there and do it. So if, if I record something, it's even easier when I don't know the instrument so well yet because you just cut the passage, which is not good, or you record it again, and you wait till the setting works. But in concert, you have to do it. Mm-hmm. there so that was six weeks and it was a pan flute
1: and i mean they rang you up if you played the pan flute or how Because
2: did that now happen?
0: slowly the people know that i play this all these weird instruments i mean mm. pan flute is not weird it's <laughs> an amazing amazing instrument uh slowly uh, they know it and they ask me and sometimes they ask me for an instrument which i know so mm-hmm. there's like no problem and sometimes it's something new and then i it's, it's a challenge big challenge and I never wanna the real the real players which played whole life and studied from the from birth of course that's a so, so different level I always have to check what what are the pieces what are my capacities and if I can ma- manage and through this period that I'm learning different instruments I'm faster and faster in getting better at the new ones
1: but the concert at the Pamphlet it was just a festival in Klafeneg if I'm correct right with orchestra yeah so it was not a small thing it was one of the biggest festivals in Austria.
0: Yeah, but the way, if you lo- look at it this way, then you will never say yes to that. <laughs> That's the challenge. You just, you just do it. It's, it's not an uh, operation. There are people which are saving lives. If I play wrong, tube, maybe someone looks like... <laughs> and, and then this stress goes away. Mm-hmm. That's what the stress you have when you make auditions in the orchestra. You play your instruments, you practice for years, and you know it and you can do it well. But so many people told you what to do, and so, so much pressure, and everyone is listening. Just ah, mistake, less points. And when you make concerts, it's different, they just want to enjoy it. And the sound, and through that, that I play new instruments, I'm not tired of the sound. And when I come back to flute, I'm, I'm happy to play the flute again. It sounds so n- nice. It's uh, And when I have a new instrument, I, I discover new sounds, and that's always oh, sounds so good. Wow, can I do it again? Wow, yes. Oh. <laughs> And, and then I want people to hear that. That sounds really cool. Do you know this thing? It's really nice. So it's a different, it's a, I think it's about this, in which vibes you go to the situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if I tell myself, yeah, there are lots of people listening, I can really make it, it, can something can really happen, then I will never go there. But this is the challenge I said, if I sit and do the whole thing or something that matters for me, mm-hmm. in the six weeks, I really learned some basics of the instrument. And now when again, something new comes, I will be not here, but I will be here. Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: And also it gets me stronger as a person because I did the challenge and I maybe it was not perfect. Of course it was not perfect, but it worked. And with all the musicality you can add to it, you can hide some things and you can just make it work. And and then, okay, I managed this. So now you're on this level also with different instrument. You know, you have the courage to do it again because you did it two, three times and it worked.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Amazing. I couldn't imagine doing something, I mean, I couldn't even learn, I don't know, yeah um, a concert aria or so in six weeks. I would have never dare to perform that. Yeah.
0: It's befriant, how do you say befriend
1: It's liberating. It's
0: totally, because you don't have this ballast of uh, what everyone told you and how it should be.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: We, don't, we are really capable, people are really capable to do stuff. Also with languages, the people which are afraid, they make mistakes, they never talk. And people which talk with mistakes everyone understands and use that's like the, the flutes they're like languages my italian is really poor but i can speak all evening <laughs> with one glass of wine and everyone is having fun <laughs> at least i do <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh.
1: um, now what's the role of social media in that for you is there a role for that
0: yes we get some gigs from social media as a recording gigs and i before because when you don't have any followers it's like "Ah, that doesn't make any sense i put there something and i get 20 views or likes from friends which pity you (laughs) (laughs) and and but i got with one video i was just here Mm -hmm. i think it was two years ago maybe
1: probably yeah Yeah, like
0: the corona started just and um and one video went viral and that helps when you gain suddenly two three thousand people Mm -hmm. which are interested in that thing that this niche and then it's always easier to grow it a little bit more but the good thing is i follow young composers film music composers and they follow that's also what i learned at your course um it's like you don't you cannot go right to the old famous people you start with the with your people with Mm -hmm. the which are on the same level Yeah. Mm -hmm. and then suddenly and you are happy when they are successful then suddenly you see like wow, he was nominated over there and nominated over there, like they're getting more and more gigs and the corporations and, and I'm their right hand in, in, in this flute field. Mm-hmm. So they ask me because we are growing together. So I mean, still a long process and so on, but I see it's totally working. And now people which I know from Instagram, we just, we, we met and we, are, we meet this week, we will also meet yeah. for a coffee and now we are not anymore like Instagram connections. Mm-hmm. It's like we're in the same field and we can learn from each other so it's something like beyond as mm-hmm. only i'm specified in film music
1: mm-hmm. but so i mean one of the videos which was picked up was um, picked up a classical fm and that brought you i don't know
0: that was a, amazing a
1: lot of followers but you also say so you specifically actually look for film composers young film composers you follow them you comment you exchange with them maybe
0: not like don't comment so, so much but yeah. i because sometimes when you, you follow too many people then you don't see them anymore yeah but my plan is still to make this kind of this promo package and send all the people emails so actually i'm just collecting the people but mm-hmm. if they follow back and they also interact that's how mm-hmm. i and i'm using the hashtags like recording artists or something and i think or hope that maybe someone i mean i use the word soundtrack and i'm sure some film composer is um, signing for the word soundtrack mm-hmm. so when it pops out it could be my video
2: mm-hmm.
0: it could be interesting mm-hmm. and also they think also for a database it's not always like, uh, I need you now. It's uh, just around, this is interesting. Maybe I need it in five years. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that's uh, the long plan.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: When did you first hear about BYOM?
0: I know the hello stage. I know the mm-hmm. book. Mm-hmm. Never had it, never read it. <laughs> <laughs> I want it. I want to, but I'm terrible with books. Um, uh, and I know some friend, which... Uh, mm-hmm. Which was here. And then I came to Andre, uh, uh, to to Nanchev, Alexander, mm-hmm. and I, I asked him for a coffee. And I like, is it is it worth it? And it was. If you don't like anything, the slack is great, <laughs> <laughs> but everything else was great. Ah. So.
1: Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed that podcast, do subscribe to it and tune in again. And if you want to know more about the BYUM Academy, go to our webpage, beeronmanager And you find also the link to Veronica's website on the notes. Thanks so much for listening and I hope to have you back soon again. Thanks so much. Till soon.